Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Collin II, and with me, as always, is... Sesame Buck and Carta. That's a great name, my friend. Thank, thank you. I like how you buck the system, my friend. Me too. I'm, I'm a fan of myself in that regard. And speaking of things that sound like buck, like fuck, you know? Um, <laughs> I got a story to tell you. Just before we were about to record, <clears throat> I was uh, in a car with my niece, and we were heading back she was dropping me off at my apartment and right down the street there's this church so all these kids coming out of the church like dressed up for something i don't know what was going on there because i you know whatever some kind of churchy thing but there's a truck parked right outside the church that had like words written on the back of it it said i eat ass really big and green as these kids are coming out of this church and i'm just like oh my god I'm like, this is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. So, oh my. <laughs> and this just happened like five minutes ago. So I'm just like, yes. <laughs> wow. I wonder if the person did it on purpose and was just total happenstance. Like, I mean, I'm not sure if he was there to pick up one of the kids or what, but it was just like, yeah. Yeah. yeah hey, <laughs> hey, Junior, uh, your mom could pick you up today. So, uh, I, yeah. you know, like, it, it's almost like, you know, like <clears throat> the mom <throat> and or dad. You know, sent uh, you know the the kid's irresponsible uncle to pick him up from yeah. church. See, that's oh, what, that's uh, what it made me think of. Yeah, an interesting <laughs> segue. <laughs> yes, and so speaking of that, <laughs> so previously on All Too Real Two, we covered. <laughs> yeah, we covered the pilot of a sitcom called Uncle Buck that came out in 1990 based on the 1989 film of the same name that starred Kevin Meany instead of John Candy. So, you know, that but, lasted like less than a season and it failed. So, you know, what is it, like 26 years later? <laughs> they just, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, they, they decided, hey, in 2016... Let's try that again. Yeah, I mean, it failed the first time, but mm-hmm. hey, you know, yeah, second time's the charm, I guess. Yes. Naturally. <clears throat> so this time, <clears throat> they cast Mike Epps as Buck Russell, the John Candy role. That's right, Mike Epps. I was trying to remember the guy's name. Yes. Uh, Mike Epps, who is hilarious. Uh-huh. When given the right material. <laughs> Yeah, he couldn't do much with this one. I mean, yeah. you know, you can only do so much with with this um with that script. So yeah, you know, I, I'm glad. I think he he has a he has a show called The Upshaws or something on Netflix now that's doing pretty well. A sit, sit, another starring sitcom for him, and I I'm glad that he's been able to find a show of his own that works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This was his first starring role, really, because he's normally plays like the sidekick to Ice Cube or somebody, you know. And so, yeah, and uh, yeah. So, in ABC, this show premiered in 2016 and ran from July 14th to—I mean, June 14th to July 5th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like not even know, a whole got... month. So, yeah. 
I don't know. It's just uh, it's it's Uncle Buck <laughs> is good for a movie. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not really. I like, mean, I guess if it was done right and you make something funny out of it, the the problem the first attempt had was that they killed off the parents. I know. And made it really yeah, so. And made it really dark. It was because yeah. he now has custody of and he's taking care of them. <laughs> Just like that was, yeah, that was really bizarre. Yeah. At least, at they... least in this version, they don't kill off the parents. So. I was worried because the whole time I was like, "Oh my god, when they get into a car accident?" So yeah. Like, at one point, they're like, "We need to drive yeah, 400 yeah. miles." I'm like, "Oh god, no!" And then I'm... while watching it, I I was pretty sure they weren't going to because like Nia Long and uh, James Leisure, who play the parents, are actually well-known actors. So I was like, "I don't think they're gonna cast well-known actors for the part of the characters they're gonna kill off after the first episode," you know. But you never know that does happen. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. Uh yeah. It was just it was a very a very 2016 type show. Yeah. And there's a this that's an interesting era mm-hmm. in television. Um <clears throat> that was like post scrubs ish kind of like surreal yeah. stuff. And there was kind of like a there was sort of like a Almost like, I mean, just from my perspective, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm nobody, but like, yeah. just it seemed like there was like an attempted move <laughs> back to like mainstream, like type of shows, but still like a little bit quirky. Yeah. And then like that lasted like a year then it went back into craziness, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, the problem, and I don't want to like lump all because, because that's the problem. Like I was listening to an interview with Ice Cube, speaking of Ice Cube. The other day yeah. where the other day where he was just talking about how like all black movies are lumped into each other. Like 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 if 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 Friday doesn't do well, then all of a sudden Tyler Perry can't have a career. Right. You know, and like, it, you know, it, it, like, it, doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense because they're nothing alike. You know, they're, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah. like saying like, oh yeah. Jordan Peele. Yeah. Uh you know, it's got a new horror movie coming out and <laughs> like that's somehow connected to like some, you know, comedy or what, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's, like. It's, it's like Medea doesn't work because Jordan Peele's movie didn't work. That doesn't make any sense. You it's know? just, well, yeah. it's, <laughs> that's the thing is, it's like, that's how <clears throat> much all minorities are treated in this really weird way like that, where it's like, it's just like everyone is like somehow like supposed to be like connected to each other, which, you know, I understand why, why things like get like that. Cause you know, you kind of have to have like, solidarity and stuff like that but then it gets really weird where it's like the people outside of that group like yeah like you said i can't describe it in the way yeah other but, than what you, but but it's, um, it's it's like if if a if a movie like like people aren't going to re- learn the right lesson from everything everywhere all at once winning the oscar they're just going to cast a bunch of asian people in movies you know what I mean? Right, like, oh, yeah, like, we met our quota, you yeah. know, or something well, well, like what that. The, what they're yeah, going to learn right. is, like, you know, because people never learn why something works and realize that, hey, right. we can do our own thing that's different and maybe, you know. But uh, but that's a little tangent here. But what I was getting at is the fact that around this time, you had you had a decent, like, quote-unquote black sitcom with, like, blackish on TV on the same network. Yeah. So comparing this to, like, blackish which I don't want to completely do. I mean, they're different types of shows, but they're both family sitcoms. It's like, you, you can't, I don't know. It just seemed like right. they, they were shooting themselves in the flood ABC. Well, who was, who was, um, I, I was kind of confused. Who, who was, um, who said that about like comparing like any, any show with like black people in it is like the same, like who was, Oh, like the network. Oh no, ice, I, I, ice, ice cube. No, what I'm just saying is that I'm just getting at the fact that this had an uphill battle because people compare shows that are oh black okay. focused, you know, to each other, and you have okay. this really critically acclaimed show like Blackish on the air at the same time as this mediocre show. Right. It, it okay, had it, it had an uphill battle right off the gate, in my yeah. opinion, because. Critics are going to definitely compare the two. I'm. I remember reading some reviews. I haven't. I don't even pulled up where they would compare the two shows when this one came out. Wow. And um, that's why I'm saying that I think the the network should have made sure that they had a really good writing staff. 
to come up with something clever for this as opposed to re the as opposed to trying to rehash the John Candy movie but yeah but switching the race of the characters it, it, see that's the other thing too is yeah. just like you're not even telling a different story no. you're not you're not even like adding like anything that would like make it a little bit different uh, uh, like you know cuz like you know black people go through different things than white yeah. people do in a so like you know like to make the story unique other than just like all right now they're black and script the same like come on like you know what i mean yeah. like it's not it, it does feel kind of just like cheapened almost like you know like it's not even anyway i have a lot to say not really a lot to say yeah. about it just like how yeah but but that's my, my my initial reaction to it and i mean because like i also said you know mike epps is a great comic when given the right material he's not john candy you know it's you got a right to Epps strengths as opposed to not writing, you know, as to just basically making him the same Uncle Buck from the 1989 film. Because that's what it felt like they did. See, um, yeah. yeah. Like, there's like other ways you could <clears throat> be, quote, irresponsible uncle without like literally having the same exact personality as. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. and like, speaking of blackish, not now, now I'm going to yeah. be comparing. Uh, there was an episode where. They, uh, the dude, I forgot the, what's the father's name in the show? Um, I don't know his name in the show, but Anthony, uh, Anthony Anderson's character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, I, I forgot his name, but like he, like him, him and his, his wife had to both go for different like conferences or something. And, um, like he had his brother watch the kids and he was kind of like this, you know, like the irresponsible uncle, yeah, you know, type of thing. But that was done better than this was, and that was just like a one episode. It wasn't even meant to be like a full on plot. And that one, they kind of flipped it on its head, where he actually became like the super responsible one and was like cooking the kids like gourmet meals and like folding their laundry and shit. And like the parents were never doing that, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So that would have been a cool way too of like subversing the expectations a little, or subverting the expectations a little bit, like yeah. Like, it starts off with him being, like, super irresponsible, but then, like, they realize, like, oh, shit, like, we've been, like, neglecting our kids, and he's, like, actually there, like, listening to them, and, like, yeah, and I mean, you know, stuff like that, you know. I mean, I mean, I, in all honesty, I didn't watch the other seven episodes, so I don't know if that, oh, yeah, if, if, if it got to that point, but just based on the pilot that we're reviewing, it just mm-hmm. didn't seem like, because a lot of the events were very similar to the plot of the movie, so it was, like, you know, just certain things left out and certain things changed. Um anyways, uh let do you want to get into the yeah, 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 the plot of this. So so what happens here? Um so pretty much begins like the same way as the movie did where like you know, he's like the life of the party. You know, he's at he's at like a sports bar type place that I guess his friend owns it was sort of implied and um uh, and basically like a beer stacking challenge or something like that, and then he won the challenge and then he gets like a call from his fiance. Basically like just like in the movie, like basically telling him like, Hey, like, you know, you're gonna have to get like a real job here, like, you know, like you gotta start being responsible and shit like that, you know, and then... Yeah, his fiance is played uh, by Regina Hall, who is a well-known actress, too, so I'm just like... Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. And, so. uh, and you know, pretty much, like, almost beat for beat, the same kind of speech that his girlfriend yeah, made, yeah. you know, John Candy, like, hey, like, you know, like, you know, you need to give up your kind of, like, college day ways or whatever and, like, start having a normal life, you know, kind of thing. And she basically is like, hey, you know... You got to come to dinner tomorrow with my dad. He's going to offer you a job and you're going to accept it, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, just as he's, you know, pulling up to the ballet with this, looks like a old cab car that was converted into a regular car, I guess, or something. And uh, with like the muffler was like, you know, doing backfiring shit or whatever. And then uh, he gets a phone call, you know, from um, his brother basically asking him because they, they were kind of like, figuring out like how you know what are we gonna do because both of us gotta leave you know and there's no one to watch the kids or whatever so then he's like oh well you know we'll just get buck or whatever and then you know she she didn't like the idea but they didn't have any other options because the kids the kids supposedly scare away that's right yeah the the, the other nannies and stuff that they have but you know 
they didn't really seem that scary to me. So that's the thing too. It was, it was like, it was so like, it's like, yeah, I didn't really get that. I'm like, okay, they're just sort of chasing the nanny a little bit, but it just didn't feel like yeah that that like scary. So it was just like very. It, it was just yeah, it kind of fell apart. It wasn't you know. Wasn't I would really I would have gone to the extreme and like had them set something on fire or something. Yeah, do something like that's actually scary. And so yeah, so they get you know, and you know they don't really know <laughs> Buck because he hasn't really visited them much and been around, even though like I guess they live in the same city. And, uh, well, you know, uh, well, the way it's in, they they talk about the fact that they just moved there from Atlanta. Oh, okay, so, gotcha. And yeah, then, uh, yeah, that's right. And then, um, so you know, Buck basically like he ditches his fiance right in front of her, drives off, you know, and then goes to the house and you know proceeds to. So, okay, so this movie, this episode is only about twenty-one minutes long, and. Buck doesn't really come into the picture until about the fourth minute. So yeah. they essentially repeat the entire plot of the movie within like 16 minutes. Yeah. And then somehow that's supposed to build up a relationship with the kids. Like literally it's 16 minutes to like the kids hate them. And then like 16 minutes later, like we want you to live with us. And like, okay. And then like, you know, <laughs> it's like, it was just so, it was too fast, you know? It yeah. Was, I mean, like the part, part, of, part of me almost wants to watch the other episodes just to see where it goes, but... Well, that's the thing. I think yeah. they wanted to just get the movie out of the way and then build from there. I yeah, think and hopefully they right. went in their own direction after that, but obviously yeah. critics didn't like it, so... Well, um, yeah. I mean, I'll probably watch them. I got nothing else better than watch, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 they're free on the Roku channel, so it's like, you know, you might okay. as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have the we have the, the 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 other main thing is where um uh Tia, the oldest daughter, is like hanging out with this guy and at one point he wants her to send her like you know, sexy pictures. Yeah. You know, child pornography. Um Well yeah. It... <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, no. Legally yes. Yes. Le- le- legally it is. <laughs> I know I know of a fact that um there have been instances where one teenager has had to like either pay a fine or go to juvie or something over the fact that they had their girlfriend send them it it naked does not pictures. matter yeah how it old doesn't matter yeah it does not matter you could you the other person could be twelve asking uh-huh. for it doesn't it doesn't no. it doesn't but the reason why it doesn't matter because you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you know, it's not hard to send or trade a picture on online. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's very good reason why it doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> but yes, in the show, it was like not a big deal. It's like, oh, ha, ha, like you know, like. Yeah, like it, and then it even gets creepier later on in the. Oh yes, yes, I know exactly what the, the, bu- the bumper <laughs> bumper scene, which we'll talk about later. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so so what what else goes down? Like okay, so 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 he's basically th- this guy's trying to trying to basically get into into Tia's pants. Um, <laughs> she's like a nerd, and she likes the fact that like a cool guy likes her. Yeah, you know, you know, like a science science nerd. Ah, you know, yeah. whatever. Like she wears glasses, so that makes her a nerd. Yeah, exactly. Oh, she got glasses. You know, that's a whole story. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, the. Uh, yeah, that, that there's that that whole thing, and um, because like she takes off at some time and goes to a party or something at his house. I'm trying to remember how when when in this plot it happened. No, so what happened yeah. was all right. So uh, I've I still got it kind of fresh in my mind. Yeah, I watched, I watched it, like, it two days ago, so I'm kind of a little. Yeah, off. I watched it last night. So what happens is is um, you know, like he stays the night, the first night, and. You know, he doesn't really make a breakfast. He just, like, pulls out some cake from the refrigerator and just tells him to eat cake for breakfast. I guess let him eat cake. I guess that was his yes. version of the, the, This is a history lesson, folks. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, and I quote, well, or I semi-quote, not verbatim probably, that has everything you need. It's got eggs and and um, flour, and that's all you need for and, breakfast. And frosting. And frosting, because apparently <laughs> frosting is... Uh, necessary this is necessity for break i don't know, whatever 
And then, so they're remember, remember that food stuff. pyramid when we were kids? Yeah, yeah, this cake pyramid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why you cut cake slices and triangles because yes. it's pyramid. You know? <laughs> that's why most food is cut into triangles, like yeah, you know, see, like that's pizza. The whole point. And, yeah, yes, that's why pizza is also usually cut in uh-huh. triangles. So <laughs> it's it's all they're like the higher uh, the higher ups of the food pyramid. But yeah. anyway, so. He drinks all their orange juice, you know, like, because he's, like, you know, just being a jerk. And then they're, like, you know, just pretty much just going throughout the day. And then he gets a call from his, his buddy who owns the sports bar, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if he just works there. He seemed like he owned the place. So I don't know. And then, uh. But he had some kind of scheme where I guess they, I don't know if they stole these TVs or got these TVs that they're going to sell to somebody for more money. Slightly, yeah, he said slightly damaged TVs. Yeah. And he needs Buck to do the negotiating because apparently that's something that he's really good at, like his skill yeah. he has. And basically, he almost seals the deal. He, he takes the kids there, just like in the movie where he takes the kids to like the some other shady business deal he was going to do there or whatever. <laughs> but that movie, he was going to make like something like close to like $50,000. That's the other thing, too. Like, it's like Buck was simultaneously described as like the super irresponsible, like never do well type person, but also like extremely brilliant where like you could literally make like a year's salary just from one business deal. So it's like it just yeah. how do you how do you square those two things, you know? But but anyway, so like yeah, the John Candy version, that's pretty much like you literally said that like he would pretty much be set for an entire year just from that one business deal. But yeah, he's super irresponsible. I'm like, dude, you work for one day of a year and then you could live for the rest of the year. That's something that you should be like saying, like, well, oh, that person's so stupid. <laughs> like, you know, but whatever. That's that's no matter. But so he's about to seal the deal by basically saying, like, oh yeah, the something like the the only color is red, but they're gonna put him in nursing homes, so who cares? Which is like terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. And then his fiance shows up just like she did in the beginning when she knocked over the. That's right, because right after he won the beer can stacking contest, which she, was like, which was also them. in a triangle, I think. It was, it, yes, it was a triangle. Yeah, that's a this, beer. This, this is, all well, leads back to the Illuminati, I think. Oh, the Illuminati is definitely behind the food. Yeah, food stuff. That's yeah, they put toxins <laughs> in the food, and there's microchips inside the food, and then that gets into your body, and then it tracks. Everything that you do in your body, because we don't have phones in our pockets all day long, every it's, single day. It, it's, it's all it's all it's all because of uh, because of Tom from MySpace. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody else is 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 like blaming like uh, you know George Soros or uh, or um, yeah. Bill Gates or somebody. I'm I'm gonna blame Tom from MySpace. Tom, there's a reason <laughs> why Tom was everybody's friend on MySpace automatically. Yeah, because he wants to monitor everything you're doing on MySpace. Yes, or rather his space. Rather, uh, he's still my friend in my heart. He's my yeah. first. He's my first friend. My, my friend too. He's my yeah. friend. No, Tom was. He was a cool dude. But yeah, he was definitely a member of the Illuminati for sure. But uh, <laughs> anyway, she knocked the king because she called him and was like, "Oh, you know, how is your job hunt doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm doing great." And then she's like, "Oh yeah, you're not counting beer cans right now or whatever." He's like, "That's an oddly specific accusation." And then she knocks over all the. Okay, so we kind of had like a it was attempting to be a funny bit where she like just always shows up to kind of confront him, but it didn't really go well in my opinion. It was just like you know, like and so she kind of basically like ruins the the business deal that he was about to, which again he was about to make a whole bunch of money from. And her big complaint was that he wasn't responsible and didn't make enough money. But yeah, he was about to make a bunch of money, but that bad for some reason. Like, again, yeah. not a whole lot. Not a whole lot of thought went through both in the movie and the show when it came. But basically, I guess the idea was was that Buck was bad just because he didn't have a typical job. Like, yeah. uh, like he still made money, so I don't know why anyone gave a shit. But like, it just we it was weird to me even back in the first one, the movie, where it's like, oh, he doesn't even have a house; he just lives inside the Chicago Cubs stadium. I'm like. It's actually kind of fucking cool, like yeah, like you know, like, like, you know but whatever. Yeah, but it's, it's then... like it's like I was actually just, I mean, talking to my therapist yesterday about that fact that, like, you know, somehow in this world we're we're, we're trained to believe that it's better to have a soul crushing job than doing what you want. I'm not saying that Buck is a 
is is the best person for that type of no. you know, <laughs> but I'm just saying no, it's not. It's not. But, but that is the kind of world we live in. It's just Yeah, exactly. And Buck, you know, he's got his own his own talents and he needs to be able to <laughs> need to be able to thrive, you know? Yeah. And he was gonna thrive and his girlfriend just ruined it. No, anyway. So yeah, what happened was is was it Tia? Was her name Tia? Yeah, Tia's the oldest. Yeah. So it was because he took the kids to the sports bar and then she she ducked out during his his negotiation. And then her boyfriend or whoever the guy was to her picked her up. And then picked her up and basically, you know, it was this kidnapping of a minor. So we got two crimes going on. This yeah. guy's going to have a long felony chart going on pretty soon. But anyway, uh, also Buck is going to have one too, as, you know, we'll discuss later. But, um, and then so they just repeat the whole thing. There's a chainsaw scene, just like in the, but it's different because in this, in this version, he, he goes gets, to the, he wrong, the wrong door. door. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then she, Opened the door and she basically kicked the dude in the balls or something like yeah. that, you know, trying to like feel her up. Which again, you know, it's, you know, uh, okay. And then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, he, 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 he had been, he had been like asking lots of girls for their pictures. So yeah, it's like, which is again, that's so, a huge uh, rap yeah. here, you uh -huh. know, you know, uh, <laughs> but like it was quite off for laughs. Like it wasn't even like seen as like a big deal. Like it was just like, like, hey, bro, you shouldn't be doing that. Because at one point, he literally, Buck even said something like, like, <laughs> um, like, you have to, I don't know, something like, stop taking pictures or stop asking for pictures from, like, the young girls or something like that. Yeah, at, at, like, at, at the end of, end of the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I really want to analyze that scene after we. When sure, we sure, sure, so, yeah. sure. Um, so I'm saving it. But, um, the... <laughs> yeah, we're saving it for later. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because like there's a lot in this episode. Actually, I don't think that seven years later would be on TV. Honestly, no, just no. seven what? years later. No, yeah, just seven years. Exactly. That's how much things have changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. But um, I don't know. It's it's yeah. So 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 basically, he saves the day, and then uh, then what happens? We we get the we get the um the parents come back because they're worried about things because Buck took the kids to a bar, like you said. And that's the other thing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. There was another inappropriate thing where the little daughter is learning how to twerk. Yeah. Um, at the bar. Yeah. He literally says, I learned how to twerk from a prostitute. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, this is allowed on TV, like regular, like network television. Yeah, like, not the, even this, HBO. This like, is ABC. Yeah, it's exactly. And, I mean, it. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. And how she knows she was a prostitute? Does she tell the little girl? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> That's the other weird yeah. part of that. <laughs> so, so 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 Maisie, the little girl is just like, so uh so lady, what what, what do you do for a living? You're right. Yeah. She's like I have sex with men for money. Like what the uh, fuck like, is she uh, I don't <laughs> And so that's there you go grooming. So this is the yeah. whole episode basically about grooming, and it's all it's see Illuminati right there. So, mm -hmm. the but Illuminati. I bet you people would be more comfortable with a girl twerking with a prostitute in a bar than 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 a drag queen reading, um, you know, uh, Sam I Am or whatever to a little right. kid. You know, I mean, I'm just saying. You know, just, oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure they Green would. Eggs and I'm ham, sure they... whatever that book is called. Yeah, you know, or, yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Doctor Seuss, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I know it was just like I again like I really think that a lot of these shows they just like they work because like we we reviewed a lot of shows where there's like always like this weird inappropriate line yeah. or like and I don't I don't really think it was done with malice it's just like it just no it, 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 it's funny how it. like how brushed over it is on TV or in a movie yeah but if any of this actually happened in our lives to you know. Hey, people that we know would that have kids like like if, if i was watching my nieces and nephews for my sister right. and i took and them, to a, them to a took took them to a bar and then a prostitute was teaching them how to twerk exactly. i'm pretty sure my sister would never talk to me again and so <laughs> and it was weird too because it was like an actually kind of like a like a nice sports bar so why yeah. 
would a random prostitute even be there? <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and then, it's, it's like every time I go to Applebee's, there's a prostitute just hanging exactly, out. Exactly, and they're teaching <laughs> people to twerk, I guess. I don't know, it's just weird. And then, like, they got, like, a twerker on the clock just there waiting <laughs> to teach anyone who wants to know, I guess. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. And then, She's got to have her apple bottom jeans at the Applebee's. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that. Yeah, and then they, they, you know, he drives them. Basically, then it's about it's about like racing the parents home to get there before. Yeah, the parents get there. You know. Yeah, it it it, it becomes uh, Ferris Bueller at that point. Yeah, no, literally. And yeah, then, because I mean another John Hughes movie. So because he, he wrote, yeah, exactly. He wrote so, fucking Ferris Bueller. So yeah, is it like you can live with us or whatever? <laughs> yeah, John. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. just. Uh, it was just kind of again because like you got sixteen minutes to essentially like ramp up the entire movie. Yeah, six, and it was just it was way too. Yeah, fast-paced. part of me really wants to see where it goes, and I might just watch it just for the hell of it. Yeah, of the yeah, me too. There's only seven more episodes, so I might watch. Yeah, it. I might at least watch the second episode. Um, the um, so are, are we to the uh, the the greatest uh, um instance of uh? Of, uh, I don't know, contributing to the delinquency of minors in television uh, history? Not quite. We're almost there, though. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, no, the, the continuation <laughs> of the, yeah. Yeah. What else so happens just, here? <laughs> well, at first, is that the mom didn't want to stay, but then she changed his mind, changed her mind, and let Buck basically live with them, I guess, or yeah. something. Yeah, because he's supposed Cause he to made he, him like. He lives with them to become their manny. Yeah, their manny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and that's, but yeah, the bumper scene. Oh yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot to unpack with the bumper scene. Yeah, okay. So, 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 so Tia's like, you know, ex-boyfriend or whatever. The guy she kicked in the nuts. <laughs> is in the shower. Mm-hmm. Teenager in the shower. At his house, apparently. At his own house. I really hope it's his own house, and he's not just showering over at the at the Russell house or something. You know, I doubt <laughs> it. But yeah, but anyways, yeah, exactly. he he gets out of the shower naked, and Buck, a guy that's at least in his forties, <laughs> yeah, is sitting there, and he takes a picture of the kid's dick. Yeah, I mean, oh come on! Like, why? And then he threatens to then to tr- to spread it around the internet. Yeah, which is if if if, uh, if, if I mean decimate. Yeah, if if he doesn't stop taking pictures of these little girls, he says that's what he literally he even said the word little girls or young girls, which yeah. makes it even. So now you have two people and a stalemate <laughs> who are essentially like now are <laughs> responsible for owning CP. It's just like it's, it's just like played it... off her laps. Like it's not. I mean, maybe I mean, he was seen as maybe he was like eighteen, but that's but definitely Tia wasn't. And so yeah. him asking for the photo is <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, like is but basically. I'm just, I'm just assuming this kid is under eighteen. Because he looked under eighteen, so even just... so, even so, it's a crime, especially yeah. with Buck. It's a crime. I mean, I mean, you it's bro- a way you, worse. You, you, you broke into this person's house and are yeah, hanging so... out in their bathroom while they're taking a shower. That's that's just... already a crime. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, the only people that do that are like Norman Bates. I mean, but because <laughs> yeah, I doubt that the kid's parents let him in. Um, yeah, so he had to have broken in somehow. Crawled through a no, window. No, the, the, the scene we're missing actually here is um Buck, Buck pulls up to the house. Yes. He introduces himself to the parents and he's just like, okay, so here's the deal. Um, your son's been taking pictures of uh been having girls send him pictures of themselves, <laughs> you know, scantily clad or undressed. And um So we need to like scare he's, him. he's saying it just serious, just like this, and he's just like so 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 what I'm planning to do is just go up in your bathroom now because I know your son's taking a shower and I'm going to take a picture of his penis. Is that okay with you, Mr. And Mrs. Whatever your last name is. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need other last names or yeah. who they, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're like, sure, go ahead. Take a picture of our kid's penis. 
and just have a stalemate where yeah. neither of you <laughs> like ever like rat each other out because it's just so fucking weird, dude. Like, and it's like no, like okay, and there's really no excuse because yeah, I know seven yeah. years is, is kind of a long time, but not really. No. But like, okay, so. The show <laughs> to catch a predator started in two thousand four. Okay, yeah, I know. There was already twelve years in the public consciousness about the type of thing. So there's no excuse about no. twelve years later. <laughs> but, <you> know, like... <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this is after. This is even after like catfish came out and all yes, things exactly. about you know like people being creeps. It's just like. Yeah, this stuff was well in the public consciousness. Yeah. There's no reason why they like the writers decided, like, yeah, we should just put this in there. Like, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, and, like, I don't even want, like, I really hope, like, none of, like, the QAnoners are going to ever come across the show. Like, you see what Hollywood's doing? Like, you know, like, and right, they're, um, they're, they're, they're going to add Mike Epps to this fictional Epstein, um, exactly. Yeah, she he's um he's actually living in Greece with Tom Hanks right now. <laughs> they both live like in the mansion together or something like but, yeah. but that guy on the Upshaws on Netflix, that's not the real Mike Ups. That's a that's a look yeah, That's James Woods. Oh no, whoa, whoa. Wearing a mask. No. That's really Wearing blackface. That's why. That's why I I realized that since I said that, like, whoa. <laughs> I said it because that's what they say that that yeah. James Wood is playing Joe Biden. I know it's like one of the new conspiracy theories that James Wood, the actor. Oh no, that, that one's been around since uh, Biden took oh. office. Yeah, before he took oh, office. Oh really? Thank you. <laughs> and which is weird because James Wood is like super right wing, so I don't know why he would be playing Joe Biden. Well, well, but... well, well they say that because. Um, Joe Biden isn't really running this country. It's actually, uh, it's actually a they they they, they don't they, they they think the deep state is out to get you, but they actually have this complete conspiracy theory that's basically the deep state is has invaded the Biden administration, and it's actually Trump who's running things. But he needed somebody to pose as as Biden, so he had James Woods do it. But yet Trump's always <laughs> constantly complaining about the twenty twenty election. So if, if he's still the president, then why yeah. would he? about not being the president anymore that's probably just to throw you off the scent exactly you see the conspiracy <laughs> goes that deep right and uh yeah. but also too so if trump is really the president then that means all the things that the right wing complain about are trump's fault because he's the one securely running things exactly because in one breath <laughs> in, in one breath they'll blame biden for the gas prices and then the next right. breath, the next breath they say that uh biden isn't really president and i'm like yeah. so some random dude is controlling you know everything that's wrong with this country yeah so and also too so like a lot of them are pissed off by all the military aid going to ukraine so that means trump's doing that though right because he's the president so so trump is the one giving all this money to ukraine and but you're mad about that so that means that you're mad about you're mad at trump you're lord and savior right you're mad at your god yeah you're angry with your god but i think it all actually just boils down to that kid in the shower um yeah at the end of he, Uncle Buck, he's, he's he's to blame he, the conspiracy always it ends up in the bathroom with, with Buck and Jordan, where they're in stalemate yeah. with each other. It's actually <laughs> actor B.J. Mitchell who played Jordan. It's all his fault. It's sorry, yeah, you, Mitchell, you're you're done. You're done, though. Mm -hmm. Like we're gonna we're gonna like we're gonna get you, man. Like we're in your we're, we're gonna we're gonna send you to like the Nuremberg trials or whatever for. Or whatever, and then uh, I couldn't. Sorry, my my I was trailing off my thoughts. Everything <laughs> <I couldn't> <laughs> funny to say there, so I'm just like, that's the show. Twenty one minutes, four, sixteen of which were only about Buck and the kids, and two of the scenes have to do with trading CP. So that's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, so in um, okay, <laughs> yeah, B.J. Mitchell was born in 1992, so. He at least wasn't a. <laughs> that would make him how old in 2016? 24. Yeah, so he was at least an adult playing a. I mean, teenager. Playing. So, yeah. I remember a movie with Don Cheadle when he uh, was playing like uh, a 14 year old version of himself. Not, yeah. Not of himself, but the character. Yeah, but I, I, I'm just saying that at least he was an adult playing in that role. Um, But still. <laughs> it's just something that. TV shows and movies just didn't really think about, and they just kind of threw. Like for example, like in American Pie, 
Yeah. Where basically, you know, they're like have this webcam going on yeah, and the girls taking off her clothes and they're just like watching it from their computers. And she's <laughs> like, definitely a, a teenager. In, in that, that movie? Yeah. Yeah. And uh <laughs> it's so, you know, like and they get this, it's like it's not played for malice. They just thought it was funny and didn't think about like any of the implications of it or something. Yeah. You know, it's just wild. Um I mean, we can do an episode on that alone, just the, like, the obliviousness of people, like, when they wrote, like, not even just about this, but just, like, a lot there, of There's a like, lot of movies that are, like, classic but, classics that if you watch them through a 2023 lens, you're just like, really? That was allowed on film, you know? Totally. Like, it's like, you're like, holy, and, like, at the time, like, we didn't even think there was anything wrong with that. Like, no. I was just, no, and, like, like, for example, like, the... 16 candles like extremely racist stuff with the oh, Asian yeah. no as a kid I mean of course as a kid didn't really understand much anyway so a yeah. lot of stuff blew over my head but you know yeah it's just interesting um yeah but I mean in that stuff though that was like 19 you know mid 1980s this yeah. is fucking 2016 when <laughs> exactly. this came out that's what I'm like that's why I said there's no excuse for this no. even like even 2016 mm-hmm. standards are no excuse. Yeah. That. I mean, we're talking seven years ago. I mean, this is like, yeah. That's not very long ago. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You got you to gotta love network television, though. You really mm-hmm. do. Uh, because they, they they are an interesting breed. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, do you want to hear some reviews of this show? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, here here we go from the Internet Movie Database. <clears throat> These are some user reviews. We have from, this is actually a fairly recent one, August 12th of 2022, by Angelo Ruiz or something. I don't know. Anyways, I can't. A-N-G-E-L-O-R- W-E-Z. Okay. This is a really short one. One star. Terrible. It's not a good show. Feels like an afterthought of some very creative writer or a writer's secretary imitation of the writer's work. The characters are too (laughs) ridiculous. Wow. Okay. Here's one from somebody with a bunch of letters and numbers in their name that I'm not going to read out. Um, (laughs) Unfunny and not needed. There seems to be a trend of turning classic movies into TV shows. Sometimes yep. it works. Shame it didn't in this case. Jokes were borderline childish and um, basically a repeat of every other sitcom like it. Um, this one, I'm just going to read the headline. It says Blackish versus Blackish 2, Uncle Buck. <laughs> See? Yeah. He was talking uh-huh. about the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay so here's a 10 out of 10 oh boy this was written in August of 2016 there. <laughs> by M.I.S. Lockie. we'll call that okay. okay Um, all the characters make this show I honestly didn't have any good expectations when I first turned on the show based off of the other horrible family TV shows that last five years Nighttime soaps are not my thing. Okay. And soaps was in, in, in um, all caps. Just Okay. Um, when I look for a TV show, I want a natural dialogue, comedic timing, good face humor, and not exaggerated high-pitched banter. I enjoy this show because it holds its own from the original movie. A great family show with a good cast. Each character yeah. does their thing which I enjoy. The writers don't force the character's humor. Eh. It's mainly common reactions to everyday life situations, which I know I'll keep watching. And this was written after the show was already canceled. <laughs> maybe they didn't know it was going to be canceled. Yeah. Okay, so how many people, <laughs> maybe maybe this is how their life was, how many uncles take their nephews and nieces to like bars so they could do like shady business deals and like like you I, know like i said and then, 
And if, also if having my like, sister found out about all the times I took her. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. No, yeah. I never did. <laughs> also, too, like everyday events. Okay, so how many events are quote everyday events where there's like a five year old <laughs> at a sports bar that's being taught how to twerk by a prostitute, and that she even knows what a prostitute is. So that's the whole mm-hmm. other thing right there. How does she even know what that is? That's that's a little bit growing up a little bit too fast there. So. You know, like let's let's up the brakes here on the knowledge. Like you know, like let's have a little bit of innocence here for a little bit longer at least. Come on, but apparently it's everyday events. I, <laughs> I'm unaware of that, but hey, you know. Uh, yep, I don't know, Matt. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So another television show filled with inappropriate humor. Well, that reminds me because I remember the first. Um, the one from 1990, yeah, also like really weird, inappropriate humor too. Yeah. Because remember the the guy she was dating was like some dude who yeah. like basically like a ticket scalper or whatever. Yeah, and he was like he was like uh, 26 or something. Yeah, he was like yeah he was older. He's like just so, 20s. So, 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 so there was there was there was a uh, predatory behavior towards a child in that one too. Well, exactly. So it's <laughs> like apparently they just picked that up and like oh let's. That failed once, so let's try it again. It'll be funny this time. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and, and, but and, and we'll, one... we'll take the hero of our show and make him take pictures of a kid's penis. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, but like in that one, in the one from nineteen ninety, though, uh, Uncle Buck, which again, you know, apparently the parents died in that one. He was taking care of them, which is really weird that they went very dark with that one. And then, uh, and then he's. He's like basically like trying to like build like a rapport with like her boyfriend to kind of like yeah you know catch off guard to kind of make him feel comfortable so he could then like kind of drop the hammer on him. Mm-hmm. But like Uncle Buck is going like way too far where he's basically like implying that his niece is into bondage. It's like 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 he's like I know what you're doing, but like no <laughs> like don't do that bro <laughs> or don't say that <laughs> like yeah you know like it's like again like writers just don't know shit yeah. they just write shit they think it's funny and they just put it in there and and nobody cares they're like sure just send it out like <laughs> but with that in mind i wanted to let you know that uh I do support fully the writer's strike that's going on right now. Yes. I know. We're sitting there like shitting on writers the entire episode. <laughs> exactly. No, no, I agree. Yes, I support the no, writer's it's strike. Like I said in, a, in, in an uh, interview that I was part of recently where we were talking about the writer's strike, strike uh, with uh, Ryan um, Ryan Moore from uh, New Realms Media. Um, oh, Ryan Dawson. Yeah, it, it, it's funny that um, people will point to badly written things and be like, you know, because I didn't like this show, I don't think any writer should get paid. Yeah, it's such a dumb they, argument. They shouldn't get paid fairly. I mean, the thing is, is there are so many things that go into the production of a show that sometimes not even the writer's at fault. Like, the writer could write a brilliant script, and then when it, it gets to the direct, exactly. director or the producers, you know, they're like, oh, I don't like that, I don't like that, I don't like that, and then it ends up looking nothing like what the person wrote. But their name's still attached to it. Yeah, I was talking to one of my, my one of my other friends about that actually today before we even started recording because we were talking about the, you know, like how, you know, there's so much stuff like with Star Wars they could do that's beyond like focusing on Skywalker or even that yeah. particular time period. They could do stuff from like the Old Republic. They can do, but like, huh. you know. Nobody really wants to do it and stuff like that, or they, you know, people criticize how things yeah, are written. They're, they're starting yeah. to do that soon, which is good. Well, that's, yeah. that's cool. But like I was just saying, though, it's like, like, like I, I said pretty much what you said, like how you know a writer might come up with a lot of cool shit, but then they got to run it by everything else, and then things yeah. get re-edited, and and they're like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this, and then you know because everyone, every that's the problem with having everything be a business create creative stuff a business because the people <laughs> who are in charge of the money and marketing shit they they like to act like they know about writing when that's not the <laughs> skill at all well, they're like no do this do that it's like dude you're not you're just not your skill well, well, like the, 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 pro- the problem with them is is what they do is they see something that worked and then they're like do that again yeah not not like but but the thing is is the reason that that thing worked in the first place is because it was an original idea. 
It's it's like, oh, this Taylor Swift song is really good. I want something that sounds exactly like it. But exactly, it's yeah, like the clone, yeah, the clone bands. Yeah. Like you, but but, but yeah. I mean, like, like like you'll get something like every song produced sounds exactly the same, or every movie. It's like it's like oh, you know, comic book movies are great, so let's just keep churning them out. Not that I have anything against them, but you know that's the sort of thing. It's like it's it's been there since the beginning, though. Like like in the you know. 40s 50s and 60s westerns were really popular and it's like mm-hmm. oh we need a western now you know and it's like you know there, there are some good westerns and there's a lot of shitty ones you know mm-hmm. it's like but people think oh because this john wayne movie worked we're gonna do another movie you know that's similar to it and it's gonna work but it doesn't because it's not written by the same people it's not you know acted the same way or whatever you know it's just the same thing yeah. that keeps happening it's like you and you got to let people be creative. Uh, but yeah, 100%. And also, uh, too, it's uh, like the the other part of the logic is like, so if this doesn't work out, then, you know, you need to like punish the, or no one should get paid. It's like, yeah, like if any other uh, industry besides like creative stuff, which, you know, I guess yeah. anything's think about it, but like artistic, like, you know, movies, music, whatever. If you try this mentality in any, like, for example, like let's say, you know, we, we were talking about Applebee's, you know, this minute ago. Yeah. So someone goes to Applebee's or, you know, Bud Directors or whatever, and they order a burger. They don't like the burgers. By that logic, nobody else who cooks at the restaurant should get paid. Like, yeah. like what? Like, even if they're not on the same shift or anything, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, I mean, it's just it's like stupid. Innovation is the is the key to creativity. And we've stifled that. And then things with like, AI coming up, you know, yep. make it even worse because you can just shoot in there and be like, I want a movie that feels like Terminator 2 but stars women and then it'll write you one. Exactly. And then you just like tweak it a little. Cause I was watching a video by um Council of Geeks uh YouTube channel. Yeah. And she was saying Basically, like we're we're probably going to be seeing a <laughs> lot of like weird movies coming out in the next few months, and by weird, it's just going to feel like really clunky and yeah. like you, you know like something's missing. Uh-huh. Like like for example, so like I didn't realize the ramifications at the time either. Like except for like TV shows, but then I realized there was a lot of weird movies that came out for like about two or three years after the writer's strike that were just like not very good. Like I remember one called beautiful creatures, yeah, which was basically about like a girl who like the whole plot of the movie was just really weird where like, that was based on a book actually. Oh, well, okay. yeah, well maybe the book was better, but the movie, yeah. have you seen the movie you know what I'm talking about then? I, I, I know of it. I've never seen it. Okay. So but, basically yeah. the, the main plot is that, you know, when the girls, like, you're born into, like, a family of witches and practice oh, yeah. magic. The girls, basically, on, like, their 17th or 18th birthday, which, you know, I guess Buck would have some experience with, you know, unfortunately. Um, you know, when it comes to that age group, which, you know, is unfortunate. Yeah, but uh, anyway, and, uh, but, like, apparently, like, you're just decided that you're either going to be, like, a bad person or a good person. Like, oh, you don't okay. even get a voice, like. Yeah, I mean that that was part of the whole like YA novel um boom too. That's what I think that kind of owes itself oh, okay. to. Like where where it was like the whole, you know, Twilight, Hunger Games, all that shit, you know. Yeah, and it was just a really clunky I remember seeing it with yeah. like uh my friend Aaron. But uh, and like yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the the biggest one that came out of that is like I think it was Quantum of Solace, the James Bond movie. Okay. The script wasn't fully written when they started filming, and then the writer's strike happened. That's right. She mentioned that, actually. Yeah, yeah the quantum and, and, and So, so yeah. the director and Daniel Craig basically finished the script. <laughs> Daniel Craig, is he even a writer? Is he? No, he's just an actor. So he's so... not even, like, an also a writer. Okay, so he's no. just like, all right. Because if he was a writer, he'd probably be in the guild, and he probably yeah, wouldn't exactly. want to break yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. Uh... So, so basically, that movie, it isn't bad per se it's just not as good as most bond movies because it just seems like something's missing and that thing that's missing is like the heart of a writer so yeah it was just i remember i mean because like the effects lasted a good few years after the strike even because so so much were delayed and they had to keep pumping out content to keep 
keep the people entertained with the circus and peanuts. Peanuts, not penis, just yeah, just the subject matter we're talking about. But uh, you know, but, and I know we're totally but, off the topic of Uncle Buck, but still, I know we're just but, like but, just ripping but, this. But, yeah, but, we we can end this if you yeah, want. We, we will in a minute here. But the other thing too is like about this thing is like ABC's fall schedule because of the writer's strike. They they don't have any scripted television that they can air. Everything <laughs> yeah, well, everything is reality TV, and then I it's like one or two nights a week they're showing double a double repeat episodes of abbott elementary <laughs> wow everything yeah, else on we, the on the network is a reality tv show yeah come june or july we're probably uh-huh. gonna be seeing a lot of reality shows and that, showing and, up and that's why i say the 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 last writer's strike is the reason we had donald trump as president good point because of the apprentice yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. that it made, got it really made him more popular and then he became president mm-hmm. so my yeah. thing is, is so, pay writers like fairly or we're going to end up with another fucking Donald Trump presidency. Because he's going to, yeah, because he'll start or, his own new reality show. Or or we're going to have, like, you know, one of the contestants on Farmer Wants a Wife is going to be president. And which yeah. <laughs> is an actual I've show. Heard, I've heard of that show. Yeah. I know. I so, haven't watched it, but. I just I find have... it the funniest fucking title or, ever. Or worse, <laughs> someone from, like, Milf Manor. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard of that show? Yeah. Or, this or, is, or, or, oh. or, or, or the the CW has coming out soon. Fuck Boy Island. Is that for real? Or are you just mid joking? No, it's true. It's called F. Boy, Bo- seriously? F- it's F Boy Island, but you know, oh obviously it doesn't say fuck. But yeah, F F Boy Island is an okay, actual show. Fuck Boy, Fuck Boy is like a pejorative term. Like it's yeah. not something that like you want to be called. Like I know. it's a, it's like a derogatory term. You call someone a fuck boy, you're basically like thing you're a piece of shit but like that's a show that's going to be on the cw very soon so um i guess it was already so, it was already i think on uh on hbo max or one of the other streamers yeah for a season it. or so, two so yeah cw is basically going all reality show apparently yeah like, well they, that's, they're they're, that's they're going reality show i mean because they kind of have to they're going reality show informed shows so yeah for a lot of their shit but yeah anyways um any final thoughts on uncle buck here just um you know don't don't take pictures of genitals of minors. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I think that's a very good solid piece of advice. Don't really think you need to be told not to do that. I think that should just be common sense, common yeah. morality, mm-hmm. but apparently some people need to be told. So Buck, don't do that, bro. Yes. You know, I know that your intentions were good. Question mark. I don't know. Um, but don't do it. That and and also um, don't use that to then blackmail blackmail said minor because that minor also has inappropriate pictures on their phone. Like, can we just not do that? That would be like a nice little good yes. rule to follow in perpetuity, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I, for me, I'm just saying. I think that's a, I, I think that's a reasonable request. This, this yeah, I mean, opinion. I mean, yeah. Like that, you know, that, that, and you know, pineapple doesn't go on pizza are like common things that should. No, be... I like that. I know. I'm like, joking. I, no, I like fuck, fuck it. I love no. I love pineapple on pizza. I love. You know what? I love. I just because he said that, I'm gonna eat nothing but pineapple. On pizza. I'm, just, I'm gonna put like 50 pineapples on one, and then get like terrible stomach pains from all the. the fruit juice. No, but seriously, pineapple and jalapeno. From Marco's Pizza, yeah, with the Parmesan crust toppers and also the the Roma seasoning, yeah, mm. Mm. so good. Yeah, I know but, my, my my dad likes pineapple on pizza too, so I make fun of him for it. So that's I it's... love it. I, <laughs> I can't help it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I used to love mushrooms on it. No, now yeah. now it's pineapple way way be- beats mushrooms out of the park for me. But uh, but you gotta make sure to, to take out the seeds, the jalapenos. If they leave the seeds in there, it's gonna be super. Hot. So uh, <laughs> I made that mistake a few weeks ago. I took a big bite of one pineapple. I had to drink like, drink like an entire glass of milk just to get rid of the heat. So you know, <laughs> good times. Yeah. good times. Good times. Yeah, good times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really good times to feel pain in my mouth from the burning. <laughs> and, and anyways, folks. Um... If you want to help us out, you can actually go to our Patreon or uh, our T Public and buy some things, and then you can pay for uh, for Sesame's next uh, pineapple pizza. And um, 
Hey, hey, I'll do a, a, a mukbang video. For no, you. let's not do that. That was literally the stupidest fucking Yeah, I, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Those, those can get kind of weird. That's the one yeah. dude who became severely overweight because I kept asking him. Oh, yeah. Food. I've watched documentaries it, about him. The, it's creepy. Nick Avocado, I think yeah. his name or something. Mm-hmm. But he's lost a lot of weight since then, so he's doing yeah. better. So, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> folks, you know, do go support us if you can, um, if you want to. I'm not forcing you to do shit. And um, I'm not going to blackmail you with any pictures or anything. And um, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the um, yeah, um, check out all of our stuff at all2real2.com. Our links to all of our uh, social meds are there. And um, be good to each other. And just remember that I love you. Sesame loves you. And until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast. A Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now